And now it's time for the ridiculous. <laughs> what kinds of things make people pissed? And how many suitors exactly has she dismissed? Siri, what are some locations for a lover's tryst? <laughs> oh, darling, surely there must be a list. A list? A list? A list? A list? You're telling me it's all here on this bleeding this list. This preposterous and ludicrous. Well, actually, it's all quite ridiculous. Ridiculous, ridiculous, Welcome to The Ridiculous. Welcome back, everybody. For those of you that might be watching, it looks a little different yet the same. Different yet different the same. In that we gave up on our um, recording in person endeavors. Yeah, I decided that I didn't like seeing Jen in person. That's That was uh, what know, really happened. <laughs> I got Jen didn't really... like having me in her house, and I didn't like being there. No. <laughs> It felt weird to have you in it, and I prefer this way. Yeah. No. Honestly, just the sound – like, we wanted to do, you know, like we did back in the day where we recorded together and in person, but um, the sound is just better this way. The sound is better, you know? and we're not sound engineers, so we can't figure we're it not. out otherwise. Look, so. we're doing this for you guys, and honestly, I don't think you guys care at all. <laughs> But let us know otherwise if you do. Yeah, we'd love to hear about it. Do you want <laughs> Sally in my house and for us to sound like shit, or <laughs> do you want us to be a respectable distance away from each other at all yeah. times and for the podcast to sound pretty good? Yeah, you guys we, decide. You guys, let us know. <laughs> let us know what your priorities are. Um, well, you know what? I think we should get to the list. <laughs> Okay, who's going first this week? I think it's you. It's me? Wonderful. Okay, I have a fun list. This will make me like never want to go to a theme park again. Okay. Um, but it is uh, for insider.com, compiled by Stephanie Ash, and it is 14 theme park horror stories that will make you cringe. <gasps> yes. We, ex- <sighs> we touched on a couple of theme park horror stories on – Uh, previous episodes, but this one's a little bit different. Okay. Number one, uh, we went on a roller coaster where you're essentially standing with a bike seat in your ass. We got stuck on the ride three times, totaling up to two hours. What? They offered everyone free pizza. (laughs) Free pizza? Okay. I think I know. Sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off there. No, I I don't. I think I know which. Free pizza seems chintzy. Oh, absolutely it does. But where my thing is the math isn't adding up for me because everyone knows on any and I this sounds like the Superman ride to me where you're standing right with the mm. bike seat up your butt. Is that or yeah. no, that's the scorcher. I know it's different in everybody's six flags. But anyway, um everyone knows you wait in line for two hours to get on a ride that lasts three minutes. Right. Or a minute. So if you got stuck on the ride three times, how the hell were you on this ride for two hours? Unless, Unless it got stuck and then it once it got unstuck, they made you ride it again and then it got stuck and you sat there for forever. What if it got stuck and then it made you for like 30 minutes and then it moved two feet? A little bit then, more. Okay. And then 30 more minutes and then 45 Either, minutes and then 15. 
Either way, it sounds horrific, and pizza definitely does not make up. Um, this one says, um, oh, this is all the same one. I'm sorry. There, there's more after free pizza. <laughs> what happened next? Oh, my god! I must know. <laughs> this is why, like, I should read these beforehand, but I don't because I want to be surprised just like you guys. Yeah. Okay. So this says, a few rides later, at the top of our drop, every other cart drops but ours. We're stuck at the top for another two hours. I don't have a fear of heights, but the girl beside us was puking, and it was pretty high up. I can only imagine the wind taking her puke and ruining someone's day. Anyway, two hours pass, and without warning, they drop us, and I, of course, thinking I'm going to die, was thinking I'm going to die. I didn't, obviously, but they offered us pizza for the convenience. Listen, this was a harrowing story, but you're not a great storyteller, whoever sent this in. <laughs> Your timeline is jumping this way and that. Jen has some critiques. I don't listen. I feel really bad for you. I'm sorry about the stuck ride. I'm sorry about the pizza. But come on, linear. Stay linear in your story. Listen, so that we, we can li- follow you. We like to only take people's stories that are good storytellers. <laughs> come on, you're making me look like an idiot. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, there's more. This person said. <laughs> but wait. This person's name is Redditor Galleon. Redditor Galleon, you're killing me. This one, and then they said, I think about this now and it makes me astounded how easily 13 year old me was satisfied. Here's a better way to tell the story. When I was 13 years old, I went on a roller coaster. The roller coaster was stopped. I was stuck above it, like, I was stuck high up for two hours. Then they dropped us and they gave me pizza. The end. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay. Can, is it actually done? Is it actually done? Uh, yes. Now it's done. It <laughs> this one says, my friend's dad took my friend and me to an amusement park one summer when we were 11. Thank you. You're already setting the scene for us, whoever the storyteller is. Okay. Uh, It was located in Houston, and if you've ever been to Houston during the summer, you know it's hot as fuck. We woke up late that day and went straight to lunch beforehand where I ate a cheeseburger, salty fries, and a soda. So at that point, I had absolutely zero water leading up to our arrival at the park. We finally get inside and traverse the park to get in line for our first ride, which had an estimated one-hour wait time. Well, about 30 minutes into the wait, I started feeling a little odd. I was getting lightheaded and things were very oddly fading in and out into different shades of yellow. I had no idea what was going on, so I tried to tell my friend's dad, but it was too late. At this point, I remember everything turning into a very dark shade of yellow. I couldn't speak, and at the last thing I and the last thing I remember was I was watching my deep yellow hued vomit being broadcasted all across the lady in front of me. No, uh, I woke up in the medical center at the theme park and I was diagnosed with severe heat stroke that nearly killed me. Safe to say, we made sure to drink plenty of water in the summer going forward. Oof. Oh, that's that awful. Awful. Yeah, that's crazy to get heat stroke from just like a day out at a theme park. Yeah. I mean, well, she was saying in Houston, it's just like so hot. And yeah, yeah. if you just eat 
you know, shitty salty food like that beforehand. It's just a recipe for disaster. <laughs> I mean, we've taken hot yoga classes before where like afterwards we feel like hot, like drunk. Yeah. Like hungover yeah. and drunk like you're dying because yes. yeah, like it's no joke. Stay hydrated, guys. <laughs> Stay hydrated. <laughs> Write your stories in a linear fashion and fucking stay hydrated. Yes. <laughs> tips of the day. Yes, come on. Uh, this one says, someone threw a small plastic pumpkin off a ride, probably going 40 miles per hour to hit me directly in the throat <gasps> when I was standing in line. Oh, my God. Fuck those people. That poor Fuck person. People. And I, I sympathize with this so much. Um, not – well, I've – been hit by many moving things, but when <laughs> it reminds me of please the time do tell. I was on I was on the Circle Line in New York, like on uh-huh. a field trip to go see the Statue of Liberty or whatever, and this kid was spitting his gum in like drip, drippy, drooly spit from the second level, and then it like my mom turned around and saw like uh, the f- horror on her face when she realized all of my hair and shoulder was just covered in like. Drips of bubblegum spit. No. My whole trip was ruined. Then the other thing was, I was was just telling the story the other day. Um, I remember when I was running, there was this this, um, road in Marietta. It's called Pete Shaw Road. And it's the road that like your track and cross country coaches make you run it. And Mm. it's like the devil. It's all just hills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I was running it voluntarily one day. And a car full of like teenage boys drove by and they threw like a whole full like soda in like a paper <gasps> soda cup, but it was full and it like smacked me across the jaw. And I was so angry that the only like I all I had in my hand was my Walkman. That <laughs> were like it was like my disc man or <laughs> yeah. something. And I threw it at the guy's car and it cracked yeah. the back windshield. And yes. then he got out of the car to come yell at me like these young kids. I was like, call your parents. Let's tell them why. <laughs> call them right now. And they all just like drove off. But I remember being like, fuck you. But I was so mad because it it did break my disc man. Yeah. And whatever like CD you call it your, was in it. Fucking call your mom. <laughs> call your mom right now. <laughs> cool. Let's do this. <laughs> Little shits. Um, I got stuck on an octopus ride at this super seedy theme park. It's not that the ride broke down and that I had to sit there for a while. No, the operator walked off and left the octopus running. <gasps> and <they got> it. <gasps> to spin around in it for like 20 minutes until he wandered back. It was fun until it really, really wasn't. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's cute. This one's pretty bad. I was riding a roller coaster and got hit right in the eye with a bug. I was wearing my contacts, <gasps> and upon impact, my eye was burning so bad. I was alone in the park, and when the ride came to the station – um, the pain was only getting worse. I had to crawl out of my seat and wave to a coworker, uh, uh, wave to a worker that didn't speak much English. Twenty minutes later, help arrived and they washed out my eye, but I couldn't find my contact. I called my ride and went um, to the ER. Long story short, my cornea was ripped open eight millimeters by eight millimeters and had pieces embedded in my eye. Oh my god! Uh, the doctor said my eye will heal and will push the pieces out 
and uh, he gave me tons of antifungal eye drops and numbing drops to help me. Ugh, a week later, I had to go back to the doctor and the eye healed over the pieces. We planned surgery the next morning. They cut my eye open. Oh, horrifying. This is like a fucking horror movie. <laughs> the doctor said if it had gone a half a millimeter deeper, I would have lost my vision. I'm still wearing contacts and riding roller coasters. Dave. Why, Dave? His name why is Dave? Dave. Wink, wink. Oh, Dad. Oh, it just kept getting more graphic. People talking about like injuries to eyes and toenails. Like those are the things that make me the most squeamish. Teeth and teeth. Teeth and eyeballs. Teeth. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you've, oh. seen, you've seen those pop-up ads that come up where it's just like a fungus in a toenail. Have you yes. seen those? Those, it like makes me want to puke every no, time I see No, they might just it. be targeted to you for a reason. <laughs> For no reason. <laughs> Have you ever seen where those ads that come up that were like, are you a disgusting hoe bag? Have you seen those? Or is that just me? Are your friends tired of you being such a fucking bitch? Take our no, class on stopping such a bitch. Are you tired of being disgustingly ugly? Stop looking at your phone. Because we're sick of looking at your face. Um, this, this one says, my brother and I were on a ride called 1001 Knots. It was supposed to simulate a magic carpet. We were in the back row. I wonder if it's 1001 Nights. Yeah. They spelled it N-A-C-H-T. Like, what is a knot? H-T. I don't. N-A-C-H-T. Okay. Let's, let's edit. Let's say it's a thousand and one <laughs> nights, probably. That makes more sense okay. to me. It was supposed to be uh, – it was supposed to simulate a magic carpet. We were in the back row on the far left. The ride started and we could – we started to hear coughing way on the other side of the ride. We realized pretty quickly that the dude on the other end was losing his cookies. Mm-mm. Both my brother and I started um, started yelling at the ride operator to stop the ride, but he couldn't hear us over the panic screaming of the other riders who are now getting hit, <laughs> getting it on their shoes. It was a bad time. Ugh, gross. Yeah. <sighs> this one's pretty gross too. Okay. Uh, this one says, I was on holiday in Florida from Ireland. We'd been told specifically not to drink the water. My family and I adhered to this well, apart from our last day at a water park. (laughs) Everyone else opted for an ice cream, but I wanted soda. I drank it slowly, and as I did, the ice gradually melted into the drink. I was about three quarters of the way up the slide when the chronic cramps started. I ended up going down to the smaller slide about halfway up just to get down quick. How I did not leave a skid mark is beyond me. The nearby <laughs> toilets were closed for cleaning, so I had to go across the entire park to get to the toilets near the entrance. Uh, that would just ruin a million people's days. I also, I mean, that's really interesting that people are told, I guess, that like in Florida, not to drink the water. But I always drink Florida water, but maybe yeah. it's because like we're – Garbage you're used to people. it. Yeah. <laughs> wow. You're used to it because you're a garbage person. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. God. Okay. 
Uh, this one says, my wife got shit on by a bird on our honeymoon. She won't let me tell any about it, tell anyone about it in real life, though. Come on. It's funny that you got shot. Who hasn't gotten shit on by a bird? Right? I think if you're the kind of person that's going to like get shit on by a bird and not make a story about it and laugh about it, then you've got – that's a really sad life. It's a really sad life. You know I what I mean? I would be telling everybody I would find the funny and bird pooping on me. Yeah. I mean, everybody listen, would know about it. It happens to everybody. We all mm-hmm. have our moments. Um, this one, it's whether or not you can laugh about it. That's what makes the person. Yeah. Um, this one says, uh, I it wasn't at an amusement park, but in the late 70s, I was on one of those Ferris wheel-like things with the cages that you can lock and spin upside down when puke from a previous rider slid out and landed on my leg. I was wearing shorts. Yuck. Ugh, gross. Oh, this one sounds terrible. Okay. We had a riptide water ride where people could ride bodyboards like a big wave. And while I was talking to the other guard, I heard the whistle go off like there was an emergency. As I approached, a guard told me that there was a nail in someone's foot. I thought he meant that someone stubbed their toe and their nail pushed back into their toe, but it was an eight-year-old girl who had stepped on a four-inch screw left over from the maintenance the ride had recently undergone right into the heel. Oof. I wish I didn't read that. We we need to like re-implement our little kid rule. We used to have a um, little kid rule for um, dumb love is like nothing where little kids are harmed. Yeah. So I didn't see that coming on this. So I apologize. Yeah. Let's apologize to our listeners, please, Jen. I'm sorry. This is a comedy okay. podcast. I know. Okay. I don't know what a muffle head is. Do you know what a muffle head is? Mm-mm. Okay. This one says, okay, I think it's a bug. Okay. In June, muffle heads are fucking everywhere at this amusement park. It's ridiculous. At night, lights are completely covered in them. During the day, there are tons of dead ones laying around on the ground. My friends and I decided to ride a roller coaster a few minutes before the park closed one night. It's a roller coaster with 120 miles per hour takeoff that takes you 400 feet in the air and straight back down. We made the poor choice to ride it in the front row. As soon as we took off, I was just pelted with those bastards. (laughs) My face... And chests were covered in dead muffle heads. It was fucking disgusting. <laughs> I had to go to a bathroom and wash them off me. The second one happened at a very high-speed coaster that goes over 100 miles per hour. As I got off the coaster, I heard screaming and crying. It turns out that a girl was hit in the face by a bird flying by her tracks. She was extremely – her face was extremely <gasps> bloodied and mangled. Paramedics were rushed there and took her away. It was crazy. That happened to Fabio. Do you remember – yeah, there's like a there's like a famous picture of uh, Fabio, um, you know the famous cover model of every romance book or whatever that was yeah. like hit in the nose by like a dove or something. And yes, it like broke while his he nose. was on yeah. a on a ride. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, this one. Okay, this one is about a child, but it looks like everything turns out okay in the end. Um, When I was about six or seven, my family went to an amusement park in California. I was riding a roller coaster with my mom. The ride has a drop-down lap bar that holds both riders sitting in the cart. My mom was obviously much bigger than me. 
nice kid. Would have rubbed that in. <laughs> Obviously. Obvious. Yeah. But it's much bigger than me. So the lap bar did not secure me. About halfway through the ride, I slipped out of the seat to the floor of the cart and was hanging on for dear life as we flew around the turns. The sides of the cart are open. You should have seen the look <gasps> on my mom's face. She was terrified. I didn't fall out and the ride ended, but I never rode that again. Oh my God. Can you imagine being a mother and like, oh. I would die. No, that I, I mean, would but I die. remember that's how roller coasters were when we were growing up. Like that's they were just the lap belts. Yeah, and then I think sometime like maybe when we were maybe teens or preteens, that's when they got the things that went over top. But I like I clearly remember riding a ride like that. That was like a big roller coaster that just had the lap belt and being in it with like one of my parents and feeling like, oh, this doesn't feel all Ugh, safe. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of those little like digs by your child, this just happened like <laughs> I'm almost embarrassed. I, well, she'll be a lot older when she listens to this and maybe less embarrassed. But my daughter just had that day in school where they like separate the boys and the girls and they have to do like the boys growing yeah. up boys and growing up girls is the name of it. So yeah. Louise had hers and she came home from school and, you know, we had to talk about it and there's like a thing you have to talk about together and you have to like do this worksheet together and sign. And one of the things it says like the, you have to like sign the thing that says like my, when I, as I get older, my breasts, you fill in the blank, <laughs> my breasts will grow. And I was like, well, not necessarily. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you might take after grandma, you know, who is a lot more. And I was like, or, or you know, your aunts, they're they're very, you know, well in town. I was like, or you might be like mommy and you're just like little forever. And she was like, you're not that little. <laughs> she was so disappointed. She was like, mm, you're not really that little. And I was like, thank you, but um, I don't think you have a lot of of comparison here. (laughs) Godspeed, Louise. Good luck to you. Um, Anyway, uh, this one says, my friend's daughter, my friend who's like very flat chested and uh-huh. Um, her, but her daughter, when she was little, would always like just touch my boobs, <laughs> like, and she was like, she doesn't know what they are. She's like, whoa, <laughs> whoa, yeah, what are these? <laughs> They're not for everyone. Not for everybody. <laughs> not everybody has the same things. <laughs> It was just funny, like watching her fill that out. Like, I will get breasts, and I was just like, yeah, maybe not, <laughs> maybe not. This isn't a contract. Anyway. <laughs> um. Anyway. Uh. Okay. This next one says, "I almost drowned in the lazy river." Uh, last year on the Raging Rapids portion of the Lazy River, um, I go with a group of friends and get on, and I'm thinking this is not going to be raging in any form of the word. So I hop on a raft with my friend, and we're going, and as expected, it was an intense at first, and then we hit this patch of white water, and it, and because of the way we hit it, we both got chucked off the raft and onto the melee of water and people. Now you're probably thinking, okay, this is three feet of water max. 
Um, and they said, correct. And on a ride that's open to kids, correct again, and she'll be fine. So at first I'm slightly frightened. I was taken by surprise and a little confused and really embarrassed and a little amused. But then as I reach for the raft again and I try to get back in, I realize I don't see my friend and I'm being sucked under the water. So down I go. I did manage to get a breath, so I'm not too concerned until I lose my raft and my friends. We'd all go do- gone down in a group. And I'm sucked under and spun around once again. And now I'm actually starting to freak out. Like panic had started to settling in. And just as I'm thinking, holy crap, I might actually drown on the raging rapids. I feel the hand of a lifeguard grab me and pull me to the surface. Um, I think you're a little. <laughs> oh, you're fine. You got stuck under water for a couple seconds. Okay. All right. You're good. I you just put your feet down. Put your feet down. Stand up. <laughs> just get up. Just get up. I will tell you though. I we went to a water park this summer, and I hadn't been forever. And have you like the one we went to had a wave pool that was like. No joke. Like it was serious. It was very scary. The I like every time it went on, the lifeguards would have to pull people out. Like the waves were like six feet tall. It was like, I'm not going in this with Max because I'm too scared and he has no fear. And so, and like literally you had to like hold on to him or else he would like go under. Like it had an undertow. It was crazy. I was like, why, why are we doing this here? (laughs) Like why? But people loved it. It was nuts. It was full of teenagers making out. (laughs) Listen, I just stay away from all of those things. Anything like wet with lots of strangers. (laughs) I mean, I think it's a good rule. Rather not. Yeah. I'd rather not. Can I say no? Thank you. Everybody's always talking about how awesome that great wolf lodges or whatever i'm gonna get sued by great wolf lodge everybody's always like oh yeah it's the best my kids mm-hmm. love it and like you can sit up like and drink and while they they play in the water park and it's so fun and i'm like i just picture that it's like very hot and wet and humid yes. and sticky and again i'd just rather not i'd yeah. rather take them to like the four seasons and just get in Get in the bed and watch some movies. <laughs> if we're going to go to a, a hotel somewhere. <laughs> Four Seasons has a pool also. Yeah. I'm with you. I I, I actually love water slides. Like I'm, I'm a big fan. But uh-huh. what I realized going to this water park this summer, I was like, oh, I really hate crowds and crowds, especially yes. of kids and teenagers. And so I believe if I had like a water park to myself, like when we lived in Hungary, we went to this place in Poland that was like an adult water park. And it was like not crowded. There were water slides. There were like all sorts of fun water things. And it was amazing. And I would like that. So there's no like diapers and stuff too. No diapers. That's a weird thing too. When you're in a pool and then you see like babies with their swim diapers on. Yeah. And and you're like, like, what's in that diaper? Yeah. Shit. They're shit in there. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm with you. Um, yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> yeah. Let's go to Sorry, the four guys. seasons. I know babies need to swim too. I get it. But that doesn't mean that I have to swim with you. You know what I mean? Uh, this one says, um, a kid in middle school invited me on a trip to an amusement park with his family, and a few friends. It was implied that this trip was going to be a date, and I was excited about it because that would have been my first date. 
He gave me a ticket the week before. On the big day, my mom waited for me at the entrance until they arrived, then said hi to his parents and then left. The kid who invited me then pulls me aside out of his parents' sight and asked me for my ticket back. He said he invited a different friend to come and would rather hang out with her. He told his parents that I got scared and left with my mom while their back was turned and he could see the other girl waiting nearby with my dad. Oh my God. He left me there with crying with no ticket. I didn't have a cell phone at the time. I remember being terrified and really sad. I ended up having to ask the lady at the ticket counter for a phone and a security officer waited until my mom came back. My mom called that kid's parents later that night and they ripped him a new one. Good. The kid got grounded for six months and bullied me for the rest of middle school. Mm. Man. I hate that all around. Me too. Oh, that just breaks my heart. Oh. What a little dickhead. But I'm glad that his parents grounded him for it and taught him a lesson. You know what yeah, I mean? Rather but- than like, oh, dick. What a little shithead. <laughs> you were better off. Sparkle Horsies. That's her name. <laughs> Listen, Sparkle Horsies. <laughs> you were better off. Yes. And you will find someone else to ride sparkly horses with. That's right. And you're a stronger person for this experience. This is going to give you some character and you're not going to put up with shit from men in the future. Yes. Listen, if you go learn those lessons at a young age, then you know what you're working with for the rest of your life. That's right. That's it for mine. Yep. Doesn't make me want to go to Six Flags anytime soon. I definitely don't. <laughs> it did. It did its uh did its work. Okay. So my list this week is actually inspired by the list that you did two weeks ago of 50 of the 50 worst songs. And this is from screenrants.com by Jack Walters, and it is 12 most overrated movies that everyone pretends to love. I love this. This is going to be so fun. Okay. So I'm really, I'm very curious about how you feel about this, how people at home feel about this list. All right. So are you ready? I'm going to go 12 to 1. So number 12 is Fight Club. I I like Fight Club. I don't care what anybody says. I do. Same. I I do too. It says, although Fight Club is still a good movie, many audiences fall in love with the ideas behind the story rather than the final product itself. It's filled with interesting ideology about society, individuality, and even mental health, but the execution doesn't even come close to some of David Fincher's other works. Okay. Uh, He says that Fight Club is one that's become a cult classic because it feels provocative. I don't know. I think it was of its time, like a really interesting movie. Yeah, it definitely was. Yeah. I mean, people like, I think that it is a movie that has been copied over and over. Like people have tried to copy that same feeling that same. I mean, it's, I, I, I disagree um, with this one. I'm totally drawing a blank. I have one of his books on my nightstand right now. The writer who wrote Fight uh, Club. Chuck Close. Ch- uh, no, Chuck. No, Chuck Palahniuk. Palahniuk. <laughs> yeah, I, I've read artist. like all of yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've read like almost all of Chuck Palahniuk's books, and and it's it's so it's such a unique idea. Yeah. Um, great book, great idea, great concept, and it was a fun movie. And listen, Brad Pitt and Edward Norton, not going to turn it away. Yeah, they I kind of just dis- I disagree with this one, but yeah, let's hear what else they have to say. 
Okay, so number 11 is uh, The Notebook. Oh, okay, The Notebook. I feel like I watched it one time. Mm-hmm. I had a real good fucking cry in the shower for a long time. <laughs> and then I never want to look at it again. I put it away. Yeah. I don't want to take that back out. Yeah. You know? Agreed. I mean, yeah. it, I think it's fine. I think it, you know, I think that people probably think it's like it. I don't think it was rated so high ever. Like, so I don't think it's overrated. I think it just is like maybe overexposed. I think it just really played on everyone's emotions. Not only like the love story, but the like the heartbreaking ending was yes. just like, it's like a real like beaches, you know? It's like I agree. you watch it too. What's it? I was thinking about this term the other day when you were talking about, um, you had said it on Dumb Love. Someone had once said that like looking through uh, old, like your ex's Instagram is shopping for pain. Mm -hmm. I think like uh, watching the notebook or something like that is you're just shopping for pain. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I mean? You're going there to cry. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you're like, this is what I need. I just want the release. But I also just think it's, I just don't remember it being like, this lauded movie like I think it was what it was it was like a rom-com a very sappy rom-com like yeah like people was, refer to it when you're thinking of something that makes you sad yeah right? not like oh this is an Oscar winning movie so I don't think it's over yeah. I think it's rated yeah. just fine um they said the reality is the movie doesn't do much um that isn't seen in any every other successful rom-com today that's They're all formulaic. Um, The Notebook is considered an epic love story, but it's actually pretty formulaic and relies solely on the chemistry between McAdams and Gosling. Yeah. I mean, so what do you want it it to be? What do you want it to be? Okay. Yeah. Come on. Uh, Okay. So number 10, I think, (laughs) is probably will, uh, will offend some people. So number 10 is Jaws. Okay. I agree. agree. Mm -hmm. Okay. I yeah, I am not a big huge Jaws fan. People make such a big deal about it. Mm-hmm. Um, like everybody's always, you know, quoting it. Everybody's like, oh, Jaws, and like having like movie nights by the water where you watch Jaws, and it's like, all right, like it's you know, it's a good movie, but yeah, I don't. It just it, it didn't really do anything for me. Okay, so you overgrade. So this has Jaws. Mm-hmm. Jaws will always be an iconic movie for several reasons, but the no- most noteworthy aspect of the film is how strongly it reinvented the concept of the summer blockbuster. Um, so it's hard to take the film's special effects too seriously today, and when it's fused outside the context of its cultural boom, the movie struggles to keep up with more modern disaster flicks. So, yeah, I mean, okay. <clears throat> yeah, uh, you might get killed for saying that, but... Okay. Uh, Number nine is Chinatown. Oh, I actually really love Chinatown. I really love Chinatown too. I think it is like it is, it calls it, it's a slow, slow burn neo-noir. And I love that. I love the the slow burn. And I think, um, yeah, I just, it says that it says the story is incredibly slow and it can be difficult for audiences to really invest themselves in this kind of story. If you need <laughs> if you need fast 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 no. go to go to fucking TikTok, you know? Go somewhere else. Yeah. yeah. Who Get is this person here. again? Jack Walters. Okay, Jack. <laughs> okay, number 8. Okay. Forrest Gump. I mean, 
how can you I'm like at a loss right now. I like oh. I just think Forrest Gump is one of those like undeniable like great fucking movies that just uh, touch on every time period, a touch on every emotion, touch mm-hmm. on every kind of relationship a person can have. Yeah. It's just like I think it's like I think it's a masterpiece and the soundtrack is incredible. I really can't think of any bad things to say about Forrest Gump, but um, you know, Jack Jack does. What yeah. does he have to say? Okay, he says there have been several bad winners of Best Picture Oscars over the year. And while Forrest Gump isn't strictly the worst, it definitely didn't deserve to be crowned of the best movie of 1994. While many audiences held strong amounts of nostalgia for the project and Hanks is admittedly great in the lead role, it's essentially just a regular drama with a pretty compelling romance at its heart. It's not overwhelmingly bad. I think that is real reductive (laughs) like it is yeah it's a very like there is it's a very inventive movie okay it's not overwhelmingly bad but the fact that forrest gump was awarded um instead of movies such as the shawshank redemption and pulp fiction is shocking and i i kind of actually i mean that's a hard year i agree with that it doesn't mean that it's not yeah like that was god that was 94 yeah to be for all of those three to be in the ring together that's that's crazy how do you choose really yeah like yeah pulp fiction was incredible and shawshank redemption i you know i love shawshank um Mm -hmm. uh, it's uh every person will tell you it's one of the you know movies that you will watch over and over and over and over and never get tired of it but so is forrest gump right I really don't see that big of a difference between Forrest Gump and Shawshank, honestly. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't. But I mean, Pulp Fiction was something totally different. I agree. Yeah. Pulp yeah, Fiction so was like, in its own category. It really was yeah. like, I had never seen anything like that when it came out. Yeah. I, but I agree. Like, Shawshank Redemption, Pulp Fiction, Forrest Gump, like, you could kind of pick from any of those. I probably wouldn't pick Forrest Gump, but like, I'm not. It doesn't mean it's an overrated movie just because it was out in the same year yeah. of other great movies. Um, okay, the next one is The Shining. Okay, you you agree? <laughs> I don't love it the way other people love it. I'll yeah. say that. I think it's like it's an amazing book. Stephen King is an incredible writer. Obviously, mm-hmm. Jack Nicholson was incredible in the movie. They, like. The great acting mm-hmm. and it's creepy as hell. It's terrifying. Yeah. It is a great movie, but yes. I don't love it the way other people love it. Yeah. I'm not, um, I've, I really have no feelings towards it, to be honest. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. And this next one, I actually haven't seen, um, but I do actually think that most people say it is not that great, is Avatar. Um. Yeah, no, my kids love it, but it mm-hmm. doesn't, and I, I think the, Disney did a really great job of doing the like Avatar world or whatever mm-hmm. in Disney. That's really cool. But yeah, it, the movie didn't really do much for me. It was yeah, pretty to I, look at. I feel like it's one of those movies that people generally say like, yes, it was it was very uh, like it was cool effects. They were cool effects. It was a new I don't know what it what kind, I don't know what the effects are. Revolutionary. Like the animation. Was, yeah, the animation. Yeah. So and like what they said, one aspect that definitely deserves endless praise is the visuals. Those special effects were revolutionary for the time, pushing boundaries of what could be done on screen. Unfortunately, what's happening on the page isn't where it isn't anywhere near as inventive, which I I would think most people would agree. But yeah. I, that also means like 
then it isn't rated high. I, right. I disagree with the way he's making his list. Okay, number yeah. five is The Greatest Showman. Showman. Greatest Showman. It's a fun movie. Like, it's not the best movie. I don't know who's saying it's the best movie That's ever. What I'm like, nobody's saying it's the nobody's best movie. Nobody's saying that. But it's like, it's a cute, fun movie that my kids really like. The, the My kids really like it. And the, the music in it is great. Um, yeah, I think that's and, the thing is yeah. that it has a, an amazing soundtrack. And so it's one of those things like, I mean, I'm not comparing it to Hamilton, but I'm saying that like, I would listen to the greatest showman, showman. Why can't I say that right? <laughs> greatest showman. 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 The greatest showman soundtrack. And I would also listen over and over to Hamilton soundtrack. So I think that makes you love the movie more when it's something that you it's want just to listen like, to. Sometimes, like, as a parent and you're forced to watch all of these, like, family-friendly kids' movies or whatever, mm-hmm. every once in a while, the universe will throw you a fucking bone, and that <laughs> bone is The Greatest Showman or something like that where you're yes. like, yeah, okay, we could watch this one for the 10th time, and I won't right. want to, like, throw something out the window. You know what I mean? Like, yes. you just you take those. You take them, yeah. and you hold them, and you you be grateful for them that right. they exist because I'll tell you, there's a lot of really terrible TV shows and movies out there for kids. Yeah. So. So again, I don't think that yeah. anybody was calling it the best movie ever. So, um, okay. Number four, I think this will hurt some people's feelings is frozen. Okay. I mean, I, it's not my favorite, but mm-hmm. like little girls, it's like crack. Yeah. To little girls. And I remember when every little girl will go through their frozen phase mm-hmm. and they will play it over and over and over and over and over. The soundtrack is listenable. It doesn't bother me that much. Yeah. Do I know every single word? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do I wish my brain was remembering that stuff? No. But I um but I don't like I don't think it's the best movie ever but I mean for little girls or little kids mm-hmm. you know for little children yes they it is to them. Yes. So let them I, have I, it. I don't think the story is that great but you know it's fine. It's a it's, fine. it's a Disney movie. It's fine. Yeah. Jack says it's a perfectly fine movie but calling it one oh. of Disney's best is a disservice to the real accomplishments they've had over the years. Okay, Jack. Well, it's one of the biggest commercial successes for, for sure. Disney was Frozen, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, number three is The Silence of the Lambs. I kind of agree with that. I yeah. think it's very scary. It's a good movie, but like, I don't know that it like deserves to be I, – I think it more has to do with the way that it affected people. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know that it's – the movie is like – the best movie ever, but every person can tell you, like, remember that feeling they had when they watched it. So it's the feeling that you're connecting to the movie. Yeah. Like, do you remember that movie, um, When a Stranger Calls? Uh-huh. I and, sure like, do. everybody remembers, like, how fucking terrifying that was. It was a horrible movie. Yeah. Terrible movie. Yeah. But everybody remembers When a Stranger Calls because it fucked them up so bad. And I think that like Silence of the Lambs is one of those movies that just like really fucked people up a little bit. Yeah. That's why people always remember it. And it just, yeah, like just caught the, I mean, it caught the imagination of people in a way that, you know, wasn't the, we weren't the true crime 
society that we are now. And that was like a movie that was so surprisingly graphic and creepy in a way that was like, hey, this is based on real stuff and was so scary in that way because it wasn't like over the top. Monster wasn't Freddy Krueger. Yes. Yeah, it wasn't like, yeah, your typical – it was somebody mm-hmm. – something that could be very real. Yeah. Just like when a stranger calls. Just like when a stranger calls. But I, I yeah. mean, I agree. It's not It's not the best movie ever. So, okay. Okay, so number two is Star Wars Episode Six: Return of the Jedi. Oh, okay. I really couldn't tell you one way or the other. Yeah, so the that's the, the <laughs> third in the, the original trilogy. and. I don't know when the last time I watched that. I I'm I'm I know I'm just not a Star Wars person. I don't care about any of it and I apologize, but like I don't know. same. <laughs> I'm not. I mean this again, Disney did a great job with doing the whole Star Wars land and everything and every like my kids my kids love Star Wars. It's a special thing in our household. Mm-hmm. Like it's special to them, it's special to their dad. Um, but I don't even know the names of anyone. Yeah. So I might be I'm just Queen Amidala. I don't I don't know. <laughs> like I remember watching them as kids and and you know, it was a huge thing, but I really haven't. It's not yeah, you know, people people are obsessed and I so I'm wondering yeah. if people who love Star Wars, how they feel about that. What yeah. the, what this guy says is that the original Star Wars trilogy is often called the greatest sci-fi trilogy ever made, and that would be probably be true if Return of the Jedi even came close to the greatness of its two predecessors. Um, Tell you what, so. Jack sounds like a real Star Wars nerd. He sounds like <laughs> yeah. offended by right? the third one. All I'm right. surprised he – okay, now, I, now I'm getting a better sense of who Jack is. <laughs> Okay, what's number one? Okay, and number one most overrated movie that everybody pretends to love is Avengers Infinity War. Dude, okay, now I really know who Jack is. He's a fucking nerd, dude. Which is fine. I do love nerds. But like, (laughs) nerds are great. Listen, I'm going to Dragon Con tonight. I fucking love nerds. But now this whole list makes sense to me now. Yeah. That's his number one most hated movie is Avengers Infinity War. Like, I know. Oh my God. Okay. I was like, I thought we were going to be like, I got your number. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, and here's the thing is that. He loves it. He's like, Avengers Infinity War is a fun movie, hugely entertaining, filled with action, and brimming with familiar faces. Once that initial excitement wears off, however, the story isn't anywhere near as revolutionary as many audiences claimed. I'm like, okay. He said, oh it's a movie God. that is simply, that's adored for simply what it is, but not what it actually does. Okay. I can see what his bedroom looks like. I know this guy. <laughs> There you go. Jen right. sticking it to the nerds today. <laughs> You're feisty today. Good. I listen, like I said, I fucking love nerds. I just like this. I had to. Uh, it makes now I have like mm-hmm. a whole, like uh, the whole list is recalibrated to me. Yeah. Added to see it through this, this Jack's eyes. I, I yeah. can understand. <laughs> Um, so you guys, we want to hear from you. What is your, do you have any horror stories from uh, amusement parks? And what is your 
what is a movie that you think is totally overrated? I yeah. want to hear that. Give it to um, us. Yeah, give it to us. That's, I, I can't even – I'm trying to think of a movie that I think is so overrated. Uh, God, I'll have to do some research, but I'll come back next week with my my own opinion. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I want to hear from you. I'm not I'm uh, not a huge movie person, so I'm like I'm the not the best person to make a list like that, but um I'll ask Ben. <laughs> I'll ask my husband. Um I know okay. I've got opinions. I just have You to, got opinions? You went to film I've school. I've got to formulate them first. <laughs> <laughs> Can't just go throwing them out there all willy-nilly. Mm-hmm. I really have to think about this. Um, <laughs> speaking of our lists, um, so this week, you guys, we are doing uh, a little segment called List of Fury. Lists of Fury. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Matt Pesciani, for not only giving us that little um, clip, uh, list of fear clip, but also Matt Pesciani once again made our theme song for the show. I don't know if we've shouted him out yet, but I don't think um, so. Yeah, no. thank you, Matt. He's Brilliant, always amazing, fun, funny, great dude. Um, all right, so this week we're going to talk about. So, list of fury is going to be when we talk about things that like we don't like or we can't stand or you know what gets us real fired. Let's get fired up. Let's get Let's fired, get fired up. up. Um, and so this week we're going to talk about what our top five most annoying phrases are. Yes. I'm okay. excited about this one. Do you want to start? Yeah. Okay. So I'll start. I'll start. I'm going to go five to one. Okay. So my number five most hated phrase. And I think that this is really only going to make sense to people who are on TikTok a lot. <laughs> So I apologize or on social media a lot because I see it there all the time and it like just, it's like nails on a chalkboard to me. And it's when people start their TikToks or their videos and they go, hey, besties. Hey, besties. I hate it. I have no idea. (laughs) I avoid TikTok like the plague. I know. I was going to say, I know that it's not going to, it's not going to track with you, but I feel like there are some people out there who are like, yes. Hey, besties. Hey, besties. Besties. Let me tell you about this, besties. Like, that's what they're calling their viewers. And it just, oof, I hate it. I I don't like that either. That would annoy me. Okay. Mine is, um, can I talk to you for a second? Or do you have a minute? (laughs) Because it's never just a minute. Never. And you're just, that just means like, you're about to say something so annoying to me or like Uh add. Like five hours onto my workload, or you're gonna uh-huh. ask me a favor, and I'm not gonna like like there, nothing ever mm-hmm. good ever follows. Can I talk to you for a second? Do you have a minute? Never Can ever. Can I pick your brain about? Yeah. Can I pick your brain? I hate that too. Um, um, Sarah uh, Silverman has a joke about how. Um, I, don't, I can't even remember if it was a joke or just something she said conversationally, maybe on her podcast, but mm-hmm. she always jokes about when people say like, can I steal you for a second? Can I steal you for a second? Can I steal you? It's the same thing. It's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, no. Yeah. I hate it. Okay. No. Now you go. Okay. My number four is boys will be boys. <gasps> That's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. That makes me so mad when people say that. Yes. I mean, I yeah. It's, Unless uh, boys are giving me flowers and taking <laughs> me out on romantic dates. Yep. And doing yard work for me. 
then boys can't just be boys. Okay? You can't just be boys. And we can't use that as an excuse <laughs> to explain bad behavior. Bad behavior. Yeah. Excuse <sighs> bad behavior. Yeah. Okay. Um, mine is um, – and this was very po- – I think people are still saying it, but it was very popular a few years ago. But sorry, not sorry. Mm. You're not mm-hmm. sorry. So stop saying it. I, I hate that phrase. Sorry. Yeah, I think sorry. that's in that's in like the same vein as like no offense, but that yeah. kind of thing. You know, just like yeah, I'm no I'm, offense, I'm, but I'm being mm-hmm. cutesy so that I can get away with saying something awful. Right. right. Sorry, not sorry. I, I think sorry, not sorry actually originated uh, from Stassi Schroeder on Vanderpump Rules by her saying, "I'm sorry that I'm not sorry." Like mm. she said that earnestly said like yeah. I'm sorry that I'm not but and then it turned into a whole like sorry not sorry because people love that mm. she said that and then I yeah. think it just became like a part of the zeitgeist and uh, it's mean, it's an it annoys me and I don't like it I mean when people say that nothing good comes out of reality tv they're really wrong Jen I know <laughs> um okay my number three and I know you will agree with this one is when someone says, I'm the type of person who... Oh, yeah. I hate that so much. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I want you to show like, me. I hate that. Um, this one uh, is... I, I actually don't even know the correct phrase. I don't... I didn't even bother to look it up. But <laughs> I think every... I don't think anybody knows. Two in a hand is worth two in a bushel. <laughs> Bush. Bucket. <laughs> A bucket of birds. What does it mean? I think it's one in the hand is worth two in the bush. But what does that even mean? I think it means that like if you have something, that's better than like two the two things that you might be able to get. Like I have this in my possession, so why am I going after some maybes? So one in a hand is worth two in a bush. So it's a, you're saying that this is the same as this. You're just saying like I think it's saying like I have to hey, Google it. Okay. Yeah. Like be be grateful for what you that. have. Don't keep going after things that are like possibilities if you have something. I think that's what that means. A bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. It's better to hold on to something one already has and to risk losing it by trying to attain another. All right. I think I get what they're saying. Like so like You've got the bird in your hand. Just be happy. And then if you try to get the two in the bush, you would lose your birds. Yeah, you lose your saying? bird. Yeah, and you may well, not get those other birds. You don't may not get the b- bush birds. I still don't <laughs> like it, but okay. Okay. <laughs> I will never use it around you. Um, okay, this one I think is going to be very specific to comedians, but Jen, you will – I probably also hate this phrase – is you should use that in your act. Oh yes, <laughs> people say it all the time. If something, I know. if they do something they think is funny or something weird, they're like, "Oh, you should put that in your act." It's like, yeah, oh, or I would don't never. don't use that. Don't no, use that. Like, I, do. I know. Yeah. Um, that's like, are you still doing your skits? Uh huh. <laughs> keep it up. Keep up. Doing it keep right up. now. This one is, I don't, now that I'm reading it, I'm like, does it bother me that much? I don't know. Is fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. It's like, no, shame on you all the time. Yes, shame on you. Leave me alone. 
Yeah. <laughs> Stop fooling me. Stop fooling me. I, I, I hate hating, but like I can't stand the type of humor. Like I don't like gotcha humor. I don't Mm-mm. like pranks. I don't like – because it's – I can't stand the type of humor that makes fun of someone for trusting you. Yes. You know what I mean? It's like I did the right thing by believing you mm-hmm. and you made me look like an idiot and now you're making – and you, that's the kind yes. of thing that I don't like is like why am I the idiot for believing you? If right. I just walked around all the time and was like, no, you fucking liar. No mm-hmm. way. No way. <laughs> like I would – then I would be, you know, people yeah. would think I was crazy. But it's like if I if, – if, stop lying to me then. Right. It's your fault. <laughs> I just don't like that. And I don't like when people do that kind of gotcha prank humor or whatever because it's like all you did was just lie to me and you think it's funny. You yeah, know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Because like, I why ended is up that funny? Stupid? That's so yeah. lazy. Yeah. And I it's agree. like and all I did was just, you know, take everything that you were saying as the truth. So mm-hmm. shame on me. You know, it's <laughs> I don't like that phrase. I agree. Anyway. I think you're I, – I have never thought about it like that, but I totally – I agree with you. Thank agree you. with you. Thank you. Uh, okay. My number one most hated phrase is, can you give me a quick call? Oh, okay. I think that's kind of like, can I steal you for a second? It is, but I think but, it – But this, in this case, you have you have to call. You have to call and when they give no yeah. context. No context. Yes. Like if somebody just texts you and is like, can you give me a quick call? It's like, is something wrong? If something's wrong, call me. And if something's wrong – if it's not something wrong, if it's not something dire, then like give me some context. I've started saying that in in work, at work. If somebody says that, I say, before I call you, I need you to give me context because that I need to know great, if this is an emergency. Sally. I'm just like, it's an emergency. If it's an emergency, you can call me or I will call you. But like, I have to know what this is about. I'm not just calling you out of the blue. Good for you, Sally. That's yeah. very smart. It, it's just like when people say, are you free on – November 12th and it's like why like what? that it happens to comedians all the time yes. bookers will just be like are you free on August 12th and it's like well for what for you know a show that's going to pay a lot of money and it's a cool venue or whatever or are you going to yeah. be like can you do this gig for $30 at a bar in Noonan. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's like <laughs> and it's almost wanna, always the bar. Like if it's something tell, good, they tell you up front. <laughs> I don't want to tell you I'm free. Are you gonna ask me to help you move or are you inviting me to dinner somewhere cool? Like tell me why first. Yes. Um, and uh the my most hated phrase ever. It's, this is nails and chalkboard to me. It doesn't make any sense. And if mm-hmm. you say this phrase, if you use this phrase, you're probably a backer inner when you park. <laughs> is six in one hand, half dozen in the other. When people use that phrase to say that something is the same, mm-hmm. it's six in one hand, half dozen in the other. It's like, just say it's the same. The same is <laughs> one word. It's one syllable. Yeah. Save us both time and seconds off our precious lives by just saying it's <laughs> the same. Yeah. But when you say that phrase, it's mm-hmm. so long. It doesn't make any – like it's just – it's such a time suck and it's just – you're trying to make yourself look interesting, I feel like. Yeah, that's that. really funny. I mean, that's actually – that's such that a good – that's the same as backing in. Yes. No offense to my friend Grace. 
who is a lovely person and a backgrounder. Listen, my ex-husband may or may not have been a backgrounder and said this phrase all the time. <laughs> I mean, I can kind of tell from the voice. Does it still bother me? Yes. Oh, when I said that I did the voice. Since yeah. in one hand, I'm dozing in the other. <laughs> Listen. Like, Amazing father, wonderful dad, <laughs> great friend, great person. But that would drive me fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. I, uh, I was convinced he was would say it just because he knew it drove me crazy. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, just the same. All right. Well, guys, that was our list of fury. I want to hear what are your most hated phrases. There were like so many I could put on this list. I know. I, I know like that. I... I know I'm missing some. So that's yes. why we, yeah, we need your help. So yeah. we want to hear it. I want to hear it. I, I think, I think that we, we could really make a big list of these. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure that some of them I am totally i'm i'm i like i accuse i actually said on the last episode i think i said something i said grind that grinds my gears which i think is a horrible phrase but i it was like one of those things that just came out of my mouth and i didn't mean it <laughs> like i did before i knew it uh-huh. <laughs> you know what i say all the time that um it's one of jim's most hated phrases is um but i didn't realize it was annoying and i say it all the time is um at the end of the day yeah. I'm like, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm like, okay, I say that a lot. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that annoys him. So that's oh, funny. Guess we're going to have to break up. <laughs> uh, bird in the hand. You know what I'm saying? Because we're two in a bushel. <laughs> uh, all right, Six everybody. In one and a dozen in the other <laughs> bush. Five bushes. Uh, um, yes. Guys, that's our episode. Thanks for listening. Um, get in touch. We are on all of the social media. We're on Instagram at the Ridiculous Pod and all of their social media at the Ridiculous Podcast. We have a website, the Ridiculous Podcast. Um, we would love if you would rate and review and tell a friend. That would be great. Yeah, do all this. Thank you guys so much for all of the reviews we've been getting. They're all so so nice and complimentary. So and nice. We just love it. We just would love more of that <laughs> from other people uh thank you guys so much uh for everything thank you for listening and we'll see you next week on the ridiculous 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 ridiculous